Because some journeys are better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702. Without further ado, we're joined by Andrew Kruger, or rather Christian Hatting, my apologies, the MD for AW Power. So Christian, I've just been talking about the resilience and I love the response as well from the city of Cape Town. It's not for me political. I just love the fact that we could possibly come to a solution when it comes to load shedding and, and really how they make us feel not helpless. How are you this morning? Good morning, Wasangana. No, good thanks. Good thanks. Uh, also, morning to the fellow listeners. Yeah, mm, yeah. You can approach the defeatist mindset and really look at the reality as as like you know, it's 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 uh, it's something. It's bleak. But uh, with ESCOM increasing the load shedding daily, South Africans are opening to alternative energy sources, and some are even looking to get hundred percent off grid with no backup power from the power utility. But experts warn that it could come at an unjustifiably high price. Can you can you take us through? Uh, some of that thinking, please. Yeah, correct. Um, I mean, we yet since the beginning of this year, when uh, when that statement was released, that load shedding is not going to go away mm-hmm. uh, for the next two years. Uh, you know, you, you can't believe the the impact that had on on just the amount of volumes that that came in. You know, to to installers like ourselves. Uh, you know, we we all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's 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 a big problem, and uh, you know, to to tackle it. It, it, it comes with a, a high price, a high price tag. If you if you, you know, if yeah. you look at it from a point of view that you if you want to go completely off grid and not have any reliance from from Eskom at all, it comes with a very high price tag. Yeah, we're currently on stages three and four, and those price tags we're talking about is is panels. When there's when there's a disaster, there's always an opportunity, and uh, we just want to look at the source itself of these panels. Are they made locally or internationally? Uh, they are locally made, uh, you know, manufacturers that 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 do produce panels. Uh, but but most of the bulk of of what's being installed in South Africa is is definitely imported. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, there's there's talk about you know how, how do we increase the the local content, and it is a yes. you know, as we all know to 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 compete with with these these giants, uh, you know, like, like China, it, it's difficult to to compete with them. Mm. Uh, you know, especially at, at price point. At this moment, for everyone, it's all about about price. You know. Mm. You, we need these systems, um, and and to to make it competitive in terms of pricing, it's you, know, you mm. imported goods just obviously come in at, at the better pricing. Yeah, would you say um, the uh, demand um, for these supplies and the availability of them, and 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 the affordability, will it eventually um, become affordable, or is it something that is going to be unjustifiably? Uh, high, uh, high priced, as as you mentioned. I, I certainly hope so. Yeah, I mean, I hope it does become affordable for, for everyone. I mean, we uh, again, uh, as I've mentioned many times yeah. before, I think the, the best way to approach these um, you know, these systems is, is to phase it out. Mm. Uh, the immediate the immediate need for everyone is is to get battery backup installed, you yes. know, to just to combat loading. Yeah. And you know, if the budget doesn't allow initially to to install a full system that includes panels, so I mean, if I, if I refer to a battery backup, that's just your your inverter and your batteries. Uh, and and then you know, if if you don't have the money initially, you know, phase it out. Talk to your installer, and and make sure that you install the right equipment that allows you to eventually. Uh, you know, add panels to it. And mm. talking about city of Cape Town, you know, they they really forward thinking in terms of solar. Mm-hmm. We love working with them, uh, and 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 you know, they're also trying to 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 incentivize 
uh, people going the route of solar. Now, yes. important to note, they've got a list of, uh, of approved inverters, for example, that mm-hmm. they work of. If you want to get panels installed on your roof, and have it connected to your inverter, you need to make sure that that inverter is on their list. If not, then, you know, you, you might have problems getting registered. And uh, if, if, if it's not registered, I mean, it's, you can, uh, uh, you know, face safety fines from, from their side okay. and even total con- uh, disconnection. So, you know, you want them on your side because at the end of the day, you know, having uh, ESCOM and, and the Cape Town in, in our regard uh, as backup is, is very important, you know. Yeah, uh, Christian, I think there is that trust. Sorry to disturb you. I think there is that trust deficit between, you know, the government and us as individuals. But when we talk yeah. about City of Cape Town, you mentioned they're progressive. Um, is it a good idea to be transparent and say that you'd like to have the list? Is it available anywhere? What would the next steps be? And um, I appreciate how you're saying that you have to scale it and not necessarily go for the 10 panels or, or et cetera, or even one panel. Start with the inverter. Mm-hmm. Make sure... Excuse me. Make sure that you are um, uh, compliant. So, what what would the first step be for someone starting just at the inverter level? Yeah. So, look. Um, I mean, the, the first step is just getting in touch with a with a, a credible installer. You know, okay. where, um, we we, uh, we make it a point to to know what what we install for our, for our clients and and you know you that that long that roadmap the, the end goal that that you want as the end end user want to achieve. You must clearly state that to your installer and say, listen, you know. That, I don't have the, the money now just to, to, to invest into a full system, but uh, help me to decide that. So, you know, that list of from Cliff Capton that's available on Google. You know, if you Google Cliff Capton approved inverted list, it mm-hmm. pops up immediately. So that that's already a, a nice point. There we go. <laughs> make sure, you know, make, make sure that that's, that's uh, whatever you get, what you're getting for from, okay. from any installer, just make sure it's on that list. And then, yeah, secondly, uh, plan, plan to tell them what you want as, as the end result, you know, okay. and, Initially, like I said, starting with battery backup is a good idea, but if mm. you want to then expand with, with panels, make sure that you do it in the most cost-effective and, and logical way. You know? mm, I like that. Um, logical and cost-effective. Theoretically, it sounds like a plan. <laughs> but uh, what do these solar systems consist of and, and how do they work? I know we don't have that much time. Just uh, if you were to give us an elevator pitch. Yeah, no, no, no problem. No. Yeah, so let's start, like I said, with, with battery backup. Uh, in its simplest form, it's, it's just an inverter with, with your batteries. And the moment we, it, it's, it's a full solar system, you just include your, your panels um, that, that now obviously now, you know, you install on the roof, or if it's now, if you don't have space on the roof, you can do it also ground mount. And uh, that then connects to your inverter. And, you know, essentially in its simplest form, how it works is that, um, you know, these systems, you, during the daytime, you can have the benefit of, of solar, you know, going to your essential and non-essential loads. Essential are the ones that, that stay on doing mm-hmm. load shedding. The non-essential ones are typically you know, geysers, uh, underfloor heating, pool pumps, etc. They switch off when there's load shedding. But when there's when there's grid available uh, or ESCOM available, these you know these loads can get the benefit of sunshine, you know, uh, generated power going to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the moment your batteries then uh, are at a point where they are considered not empty, but you know, at a point where it, they, they've not been depleted according to the system, it just then takes the, the rest from 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 oh, the okay. grid or from ESCOM. Also, yeah. it's like a hybrid. Exactly, exactly that, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. and, and and I've been throwing around some figures. Word of mouth is always one of the best ways to market or sell a product. And, you know, a lot of people have been, South, South Africans have been solutioning this amongst themselves. You know, we, we, we don't just skinner in, in these, uh, in our bride chats, etc. We actually try to find solutions, even 
business and innovation comes out mm-hmm. of there. But um, when we're talking about the true cost, how much are we looking at here, Christian? Yeah, we uh, we always try and and uh, and be transparent about that. You know, if you're looking for for a, uh, we would say a, for the full wrap. You know, that now in, includes the insulation, the certificate of compliance, the registration with council, getting mm-hmm. your your engineering uh, electrical engineer to sign off your system also, which is required from council's point of view. Yes. If your system is grid connected and and considered a hybrid, uh, as you've mentioned, you know, you're looking at anything between. 130,000 upwards um, for a system like that. And, and the question always is, you know, but I'm just a, a household of, of two people or three bedroom, you know, surely I can't use that amount of power, but uh, too much power. But it comes down to just user habits, you know, consumption habits. Someone living in a, in a one bedroom, um, you know, townhouse can use a lot more yeah, electricity than someone that lives in a four bedroom that's energy conscious. So, you know, living with solar and that's mindset about, utilizing whatever you you can during the day and whatever you can store in the batteries obviously there's only a finite amount that you can store in the batteries depending on your budget so if you invest in a big a big battery system then obviously you can store more energy but that mindset with living with solar is so important Mm. and uh, and crucial to to you not overspending but also getting money's worth out of a system Okay, so it's not like even the idea of going off the grid, it, it wouldn't make sense even from a practical perspective to go 100% off the grid, even if it was available. To a certain extent, having backup makes sense. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it, if you really want to go off grid, uh, as, as, a, as I also want to call it a project, sure, but just bear mm, in mind that the, the, the periods during the year, where, in, especially in Captain during winter, where we've got a, a week of, of just rain, you know, forecasted rain, that's just remember that during the winter, you know, it's cold. People's consumption habits go up because they want to yeah, you know, they want to get warm and comfy, uh, and that's the time when when your your generation is at, at its uh, least you know, amount. So, just be aware that the moment you you don't have that backup, what do you then fall back to? You know, do you now just switch off the system and hope for the next day to let the sun charge the batteries back up again, or do you have a generator as a backup? Those are the questions you have to ask. So, no, naturally. The way to to combat that is to install a completely oversized system to to make up for the the bad yes. seven days in a year where the rest of the days you know, maybe you have enough sunshine. But so that's just something to consider that to have that backup always in place. Okay. It's not a bad thing only for those small amounts of days of the year. You know. Yeah, Christian Hatting at MD for AW Power. I'm making the assumption, uh, Christian, just before I let you go, that uh, AW Power is compliant. Absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you. It's been a pleasure talking to you and thank you for fighting the good fight. Thank you, Sangha. Keep on. All the best.